At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And welcome to First Strike right here on Visa. And I'm your host, Dave Ross. For the next hour, we're going to break down everything with UFC 276. Not one, but two title bouts on hand on Saturday night right here in Las Vegas. Should be a great night of fights. Going to have Dan Helly standing by in studio momentarily to join me, along with Lou Finicaro, Jordan Sherwood, and our producer extraordinaire, Britton Hess. Also going to have a great conversation we had earlier in the week with John Anik, Wonderboy Thompson, and Cub Swanson. So that's all on the docket for the next hour as we try to find you some value in this fight card. Without further ado, a man I not only call a good friend and a dear friend from our D.C. days, but does a great job now hosting with the UFC, Dan Helley in studio, America. It's great to have you here. It's great to have you here. And obviously, when you have a big fight card like this, they bring in the big guns the UFC does, and that's why (laughs) you're here uh, for for these fights. But, Dan, when I look at it, too, you know these fighters. You know how close and, and tough the fight game is. And I look at the odds in the main event, mm-hmm. and I go, Israel Adesanya, we get it, the last bender, and maybe the best champion we've seen in his division. But does it feel overpriced to you when you look at it? Should it be as lopsided as the odds are indicating? I thought that when I initially saw it. I have it at, what, minus 435 right now. So when you look at Jared Cannonier, mm-hmm. who has been really good winning five out of his last six, one of just a handful of guys to win a fight in three different divisions. Remember, he came into the UFC as a heavyweight. <laughs> right. But what is his most logical path to victory against Israel Adesanya? One would say, you got to fight this one in a phone booth. Yep. You got to fight from the clinch. You got to keep it tight. You can't just stand at distance and... It can't be a kickboxing match with Izzy, right? Especially not with a guy that's 5'11 and and suffers from a three- or four-inch reach deficit. However, Izzy is such a great Mm counter-striker 
unless Cannoneer catches him, I don't see him beating Izzy. I, I, I don't, I don't. Now it's 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 hard to take a guy at minus four thirty five. I mean that that's a, I just would I would lay off this one completely. And, and that's the thing though, you did describe Dan, and I think you're right on. There is a pathway for the killer gorilla to get this done against the last style bender, right? He's got a closed space. Easier said than done. We saw it with Robert Whitaker, mm-hmm. right? Certainly the first time around did not end well for Robert because he can pick you pick you apart here with some of the shots. I look at the over under at four and a half, and I go. The one thing about Cannoneer that we don't really know is going into those deep waters, does the gas tank get, get sucked right. down a little bit? We know Izzy can go there. I wonder if Izzy's game plan would then be, okay, I know you're coming hard early. I'm going to go ahead and figure out a way to pitter-patter, keep you at distance, and then once we get into the later part of this fight, maybe I can get a stoppage. Do you see a scenario where that could happen? Oh, I absolutely do. We haven't seen a ton of stoppages from Izzy in his last few fights, nope. but I'll tell you this. We just did the weigh-in show over at the UFC Apex. And Daniel Cormier, one of the best in the business at analyzing and breaking down fights, had a totally different take than nearly everybody else I've talked to about the fight. Bring it. He says the less Cannoneer can do in this fight, the better. He says Hmm. stay away from Izzy. He says don't be active. Whoa. Look at the closest fights that Izzy has had, and that's what the guys did. They they stayed away. Hmm. Whitaker a little more in that second fight. Um, Gastelum was the one guy that really... Oh, what a fight. He, I mean, that, that went to the final round, right? Like, that was 2-2 going mm-hmm. in the final round. Um, so that that's his take. He thinks when you get in there, and if, if you're working out of the clinch, Izzy's just too good. And he says, if if he's Jared Cannonier's coach this week, he's saying, all right, we, we got to go in. Pace ourselves. We got to go out. Let's take it slow. Let's take it easy. The less action, the better, which is very counterintuitive yes. if you've watched Cannoneer fight. But like I said, I think DC's one of the best in the business. Of course, Hall of Famer now yeah. coming off his uh, induction last night. So I thought that was a different take that was, uh, that was fascinating. Speaking of Hall of Famers, I think at the end of the day, we're going to see Alexander Volkanovsky, Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. in there at 145, and certainly Max Holloway is going in there. And I know some people thought that Max Holloway might be the greatest featherweight of all time. It's going to be hard to carry that mythical title if you've never beaten Alexander Volkanovsky. Say what you want about the first two fights. Uh, the, the history will state that Volk got the victory in those two. He's a solid favorite here in this trilogy fight. And, Dan, it's, it's interesting because normally you don't see trilogy fights where the first guy won the first two. But it feels warranted. It feels justified that we're going to get this third uh, encounter between these two. What do you make of the third time around? Do you think it's different from what you saw the first two times? I think it'll be more similar to the second fight where Max came out more aggressively in the first two rounds. He felt like he waited too long in the first one. I will say this. Both fighters are better, I think significantly better than the last time they were in the octagon together. But you see, Volk is a two-to-one favorite right now. That second fight, split decision, very, very close. Um, From talking to both of them today, we had them both on our weigh-in show. Max isn't giving much away. He's, he's selling the pay-per-view. Let's, okay. let's just say you got to tune in on Saturday to see it <laughs> over and over and over, which is very similar to what he said in the press conference. But Volk feels like, despite the fact both fighters have leveled up, he's gotten better, hmm. significantly more, better uh, in every aspect of the game. And he is so durable. You saw it in the Ortega fight. You know, oh, that's man. one of those moments I just can't forget when – how did he he had get, no business not getting submitted. How did he get twice? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, his head was turning purple, right? <laughs> there was no way he should have gotten out of that. But 
He's one of the toughest and more durable guys around. And oh, by the way, speaking of tough and durable, Max has never been knocked down inside the <laughs> UFC octagon ever. But here's the thing about Max. Even though he's landed more significant strikes than anybody else in UFC history, he's also taken more than anybody else in UFC history. Mm. And this week when he's been asked about the damage that he's taken, I felt like he got a little tested really? about that. Just a little bit, you know, as well, much good. as Max can get. Right. Uh, and, and he 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 doesn't buy into that at all. So you wonder if it, it at what point the damage that he's taken will will catch up with him. Well, I, I look at it too and I say, what can he do differently if this fight doesn't go down to the ground, which Max doesn't want. Right. Right. If it goes down, Volk's gonna have the advantage on the ground. So if you fought 25 minutes, now 50 minutes of octagon time. And the judges said that you weren't good enough to get it with the hands, which is what Max does the best. Right. How can he flip the script? Is it the new scoring? Could that help out Max this time around? I know it's weird because it's been so controversial the last couple of decisions we yeah. had with Gamrot last week and Calvin Cater a couple of weeks uh, previous. If this does go to the cards, does it favor Max if it goes back there with the new scoring? I think Max needs to in his mind, plan on, on winning decisively and do everything you can to try and finish this fight and not let it go to the judges' scorecards. Mm -hmm. And the judging has been a point of controversy for quite some time. We just had a rules seminar last week where we brought in judges and we brought in uh, referees, and there was a lot of good, healthy back and forth between some of the for former fighters and current analysts and the judges who explained how they uh, how they judge a fight. And one of the things I think as, as fight fans that we do maybe too much is we look at the stats and we throw that up, those up there on the screen all the time. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, there was, there was 30 significant strikes landed in this one by max, you know, only 20 significant strikes landed uh, by Volk in this round, but not all significant strikes are created equal. Right. That's right? the, and that's, and the, that's the problem. Right. So the judges don't see the stats. The judges use their eyes, their octagon side, they're watching a the monitor they're not listening to the commentators. They just kind of get this raw program feed, and they're judging. And one of the things that I think they're looking for is it's not just like two, say two grapplers, for instance. It's not just control time, right? It's what are you doing with that control time? Are you looking to finish the fight, or are you just looking to survive? And that's why I think it's important for Max to try and look to finish the fight. About 90 seconds ago here with Dan Haley. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at Dan Haley. Uh, very quickly, when you look and you got Hall of Famers to be that we already mentioned, certainly at the top of the card, and then you got the ruthless one, Robbie Lawler, back in there. Uh, you've got the Sugar Show, the return of Sean O'Malley mm -hmm. in this one as well. Sean Strickland was, I don't know if he won the press conference yesterday. Is there another no, fight? Yeah, he won it. <laughs> he took it over. <laughs> it was bizarre. It was crazy. But is there another fight? Is it the Strickland fight that you're looking forward to the most besides the two non-titles? I know that's chalky, right? Because, uh, you know, after the main and the co-main, that's, that's the next one in line. But... Listen, that that's a title uh, elimination bout, yeah. right? Like, if if Izzy wins as we expect him to do, he's either going to fight Pareda or he's going to fight Sean Strickland. And when you listen to Israel Adesanya talk about those two guys, <laughs> he says, listen, they're both big money matchups. Uh, Pareda beat me twice in kickboxing. He goes, I hope you watched it because it, I, I was actually winning and until, you know, he won. Yeah. Um, but Strickland... Strickland's such an interesting personality because he will say what he's thinking, and I think that's something at all times. And I think that's something that, that Izzy really respects. And he, he would look forward to both of those. 
I think he looks forward maybe more uh, to fighting Pereira if he were to win because he could avenge those two losses in kickboxing. It just it was one of the more bizarre press conferences. If you didn't see it, I, I actually tweeted Dan afterwards. I don't know if I should bet the house on Strickland now or fade him completely after the craziness we saw. It seemed to get Izzy's attention as well. So I think you're right on the winner of this fight here. It's going to get Adesanya if he's able to beat Jared Cannonier. And right now, that's what everybody out here in Las Vegas is saying. Dan, it's great to have you in studio. Thanks for, thanks for having me, bro. I miss your scent. Oh, yeah, me too. I love smelling my scent. <laughs> First Strike is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook for USC 276. Only all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can place the same game parlay and double your winnings if that bet cashes. And if you aren't a, a DraftKings Sports customer yet, sign up, download the app, use the code VEASAN when you sign up, and place your UFC same game parlay before Saturday night's card right here in Las Vegas. Don't go anywhere. Lou Finicaro joins the program next right here on First Strike on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You're going to get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, of course, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber 
through July 31st. So sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Back here on First Strike, what a pleasure it is each and every week to have Lou Finicaro join First Strike. You can follow him on Twitter as I do, at Lou, and does a great job with the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, welcome back, my friend. We got not one but two title bouts on this card, and it's such a deep card that I know there's ways that you found some value. So before we get to the two title fights, I want to talk about Brad Riddell right now, about plus $1.30 we're seeing in the market against Jalen Turner, who feels like a fast tracker here, minus $1.50. Have you figured out a way here in this fight that you think might be profitable? Well, yes. First of all, Dave, thanks for having me on. I love sharing my thoughts uh, about a sport that I have passion for. This is going to be an excellent fight. Uh, Riddell out of the city kickboxing club that houses Adesanya and Volkanovski. To me, this fight is kind of simple. This is a huge step up for Turner, but Turner is the man with all the imposing physical advantages. He's eight inches taller, going to have a huge reach advantage, especially with his legs. But Rydell's a little bit of a different animal, and he's a legit top 15 threat in this division, 155, and Turner's trying to break in. I think Turner's going to find it hard uh, to to uh, persevere in this fight because uh, he's had four UFC fights. He hasn't even been into the second round yet <laughs> in any of them. And so Riddell clearly is going to have to weather a storm and get this fight into round two where he will hold advantage, I think, over a guy that's cutting his teeth and still evolving and has a little to learn. I, I think Riddell is too much a step up, and I like him as an underdog here. You know, I look at the, the total rounds prop here, and you can get some good money here if you think it's going to go possibly the distance, certainly over two and a half, plus value at plus $1.40, plus $1.80 to go the distance. So we're being led to believe that this thing's going to be a short night or a shorter night. What do you make of those, uh, th- those props there? Do you kind of like the over a little bit in this one, Lou? Well, I think you have to if you're look if if you're looking at the fight as I am, because uh, it's going to take Riddell some time to chop this sequoia redwood tree down. <laughs> and I think that recency, uh, you'll you're seeing a rise in money on Jalen Turner, and the recency would be consistent with a quick knockout. But that, I don't really think that's how it's going to go. I think it's going to go quite different. Let's talk about the the return of the Sugar Show whenever Sean O'Malley is in the octagon. It's always going to be, well, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Pedro Munoz, we know how good Pedro is. And it might surprise some to see where he is right now. About plus 250, I'm seeing somewhere pretty much market-wide. But over $3, you got to lay if you want to go with the Sugar Show here. What do you make of the dog here? Is this another case where Sean O'Malley might get a bit of an education? Like against Cheeto Vera, when you really go up and step up in competition? Uh, Cheeto was uh, Sean's relative size and reach in this fight. They've been very cautious, I think, and judgmental in who they got. They got a a, a short T-Rex of a fighter in Mm -hmm. Munoz who has to be respected but has 65-inch reach, very short. O'Malley will be the considerably younger, taller, longer fighter in what appears to be a stand-up fight now. All that being said, Munoz knows what's being said and what's being written and that he's just a stepping stone in the way, and he has quite other plans. But he's been on an ebb, I think, on the on 
on the last three fights of his career, and O'Malley is on an ascent, and, and that's a bad recipe. I haven't really found a way uh, to play this fight other than uh, the, the way I really feel is the way uh, goes to decision. Munoz and O'Malley is a plus 105 or 110. I'd be willing to go that direction, Dave. You know, when I look at the card and, you know, you, you take away the main and the co-main, you've got Hall of Famers there for sure. And it's also riddled up and down this card. When you look at Jim Miller against the Cowboy, Donald Cerrone, uh, you look at the ruthless one, Robbie Lawler back in there against Brian Bar Barbarina. Outside of the co-main and the main that we'll get to here in a second, are you most intrigued by, by Jim Miller against Cowboy? Or what about the return of the ruthless one in the octagon? Honestly, Dave, those fights with guys that are over 37 and 38 really don't interest me. Barbarina is 32, but he's fighting a 40-year-old. I mean, uh, there's some unknown there that I, I really feel I can find a better handicap elsewhere in the card. This Moon is fight against Hall, mm -hmm. I think, is fascinating. When Moon is has lost, he's been knocked out. I think Hall's getting grotesquely overlooked in this spot, and I think he's very live. Well, I like that because you can get uh, about 265 right now, plus money on Uriah Hall. And look, he still had one of the best uh, spinning back kicks that we've ever seen to end a fight uh, back in the Ultimate Fighter days. And he has been kind of an enigma, a guy that we think might be on the verge of a title bout and then will lose a couple in a row. So plus 265 right now for Uriah Hall against Adrian uh, Muniz. I'm with you on that. I think there's good price in that dog. Let's further, further, Dave. Sorry, uh, the, the way Muniz loses is he's put out, and the mm. way Hall wins is KO. So that's a plus four hundred. So don't forget to look that way. Woo. Sorry to interrupt you, Dave. No, absolutely, great point. Even better value because if Hall's going to win, I think you're right that's on. That's be. the way it's going to be KRTKO uh, DQ. Let's get to the two top of the draw here. And look, you're at the top of the food chain here when you're talking about Max Holloway in a third fight against Alexander Volkanovsky. You and I talked about it earlier this week on the Lombardi line a bit in that you normally don't get a trilogy fight where the guys lost the first two, but Max is getting that third opportunity to beat Volkanovsky. What do you make of, of his chances here? Are they increased in a third opportunity or do they decrease in your mind? Well, let me watch the fight and I'll tell you specifically what that is because that's a, that's a great question. As I view it, and from what I've seen going into this point after weigh-ins and everything else, it's my opinion that this is going to be Volkanovski's night, and it's been Volkanovski's division. Max is great. I think he's endured too much damage over too many seven, eight years of unbelievable razor blade fights, one of which up a division against Poirier where he took a lot of damage. I think he his skills have ebbed a little and it's going to show in this fight. Uh, I lean to Volkanovski, uh, but I don't want to pay the price. Maybe him inside the distance plus 330 or fight does not go the to decision. That's a plus 180. So there's options out there. I just haven't come to firm grips on this one yet. You know, but I definitely believe it's Volkanovski. You know, I'm right there with you though in the total under four and a half right now. You still get really good value plus a dollar eighty. If Max has taken maybe too many shots, maybe this is the time the fight doesn't go to the decision and you get that plus money on the under four and a half. Let's get to the main event, and I wonder there with Cannonier uh, trying to upset the apple cart, and it would be a big upset. We've seen the money come in on the champion Israel Adesanya as the week has gone on. 
Is this overpriced to you or properly priced when you look at Israel Adesanya in this latest title defense? Well, Dave, I regard Adesanya as a firm 220 or 240 favorite, maybe 260 where the return on a guy like Cannoneer is plus two. But now at circa plus 405, that, that's really not crediting Cannoneer for the threat he poses, and he does pose one. He has a path to victory. That said, it would be an upset, and Adesanya is a, is a transcending athlete. But if you saw in the uh, face-offs yesterday when they shook hands and looked at the crowd, uh, Cannoneer has some mojo and some spiritual stuff going. Mm-hmm. Adesanya put his belt down to mock Cannoneer. To me, that was a great tell. He doesn't do that for anybody. He realizes the threat that Cannoneer is, and Cannoneer's a much larger threat than four to one. 100% with you on that handicap. I think we have a live dog scenario, certainly at the price point that you're going to get uh, the killer gorilla here as he tries to take out the last dollar bender. Very quickly, it's interesting because Dan Helley talked to Daniel Cormier. Cormier's advice is don't go in there for the kill early on. About 30 seconds to go here. Do you think it's a fast-paced fight, or does this one go possibly all five? As long as it takes Cannoneer to compromise Adesanya's legs, because I believe he'll come out kicking. That's the only way. He can't rush and do what everyone else has done. He has to do something different. He's going to kick his legs like I did Anderson Silva, and hopefully he'll have the same result. Yeah, and again, you see why it's right now about even money, uh, four four and a half rounds here, minus 115 we're seeing each way, and I think that is uh, fairly priced as always. Hey, Lou, do it. you do a great job. really appreciate you joining us each and every week here on First Strike. Enjoy the title bouts. We'll catch up again next week. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Good luck to everybody. There he is, Lou Finicaro. Check out his pod, the Bout Business Podcast. It is spectacular. Don't go anywhere. Much more to get to. When we come back, Jordan Sherwood out of Chicago. It is First Strike on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you plenty of ways to bet the UFC. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You're going to be able to bet on more than just the main event. DraftKings has great odds on fight lines, total rounds, and futures for MMA events. Eligible restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for the full terms and conditions. Back here as we continue First Strike, I am Dave Ross, joined once again by the pride of Chicago. He is Jordan Sherwood. You can follow him on Twitter as I do at... Uh, 1063, right? It is at Woodon 1063. Woodon one times, yeah, 1063. And of course, uh, he is the host of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. Does a great job back in the great city of Chicago. Jordan, it's a great card whenever you have two title bouts on it here. But I want to go deeper down a little bit to the third fight uh, in reverse order here to end the night. That'd be Sean Strickland against Pereira. And it was so interesting at the press conference yesterday where it felt like, and Dan Helley alluded to at the top of the show, that maybe Strickland took over that press conference, and I don't think anybody really saw that coming. I'm so confused by what I saw. I felt like a madman on the mic. Are you more apt now to bet him, or does it even play into your handicap at all for this big-time fight and maybe a title eliminator? 
Oh, well, look, I, I'm happy that he took the reins on the mic because I think the winner of the fight should be next in line to fight for the 185-pound title, especially if what happens with, you know, with Israel Adesanya retaining. You've got interesting matchups, whether it be Sean Strickland, who would, would have won now seven fights in a row, or Alex Pereira, and obviously the built-up history between him and Adesanya. Um, but my thoughts on the fight were, were, were predetermined prior to whatever Sean Strickland was or was not going to say in the press conference. I think it's a favorable matchup for him. I, I love his style, the pressure fighter that he is, the fact that he can take this fight to the ground. And Alex Pereira, even though, you know, look, he's looked impressive in two fights in the UFC, one knockout, he's been taken down five five times by guys nowhere near the skill level of a Sean Strickland, who's, you know, again, won six fights in a row. And I'm also looking at the second-to-last uh, fight that Sean Strickland had, uh, I believe it was the second-to-last second fight that he had against Uriah Hall in a main event fight where similar fighter, very strong on the feet. He is Uriah Hall, but suspect takedown defense, and, and Sean Strickland was able to control him. So when the odds were, were released that Sean Strickland was a slight underdog now at a pick em price, I love him. I, I love the fight because, look, he's going to pressure Pereira. He's going to get in his face. He's not going to be intimidated by him. And as long as he avoids, you know, a striking battle with him and he looks to utilize some grappling, it's his fight to lose. So I love Sean Strickland uh, tomorrow night. I think he gets his hand raised. And if you can grab him at dog money, I would strongly advise you grabbing him. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that handicap. And I know, you know, we might be split on this one here across the network, but I do like Strickland. Uh, Certainly that price point, I got it at even money. Now that's long gone. So you got to lay a little bit with Strickland right now. The over, you can see how juiced it is at one and a half rounds to minus $1.75. The under right now, plus money at plus $1.40. You know know me, Jordan, by now, I love to watch greatness in action. And Robbie Lawler is one of the best we've ever seen uh, at at 170 pounds. He's back in there against Brian Barbarena. Uh, you got to lay a little bit with the ruthless one. Do you think this is still a good spot for him or father time going to catch up to everybody? No, I think it's a good spot for him. And and look, a little bit has to do with how he looked against Nick Diaz. And, and maybe you don't hold that as much water as, as, as you should, because Nick Diaz looked like the former self, but you know, Robbie Lawler threw 200 significant strikes in that fight. He was active. Uh, and, and we know that he could still bang and, and he's still got a skill set there. Ryan Barbarain is not going to bring to the table what has plagued Robbie Lawler over his last couple of losses, whether it be the pressure fighter or a guy that's looking to take the fight to the ground. Ryan Barbarina wants to get into a firefight and keep this fight standing. So I love that matchup for Robbie Lawler, especially at, at a near pick or maybe a slight favorite. And plus the fact, too, I, I think Brian Barbarina lost his last fight. Now, granted, I was on the Matt Brown side of things, but I think Brian Barbarina won that fight in the last 10 seconds because he was able to, you know, have a strong end to that third round. Robbie Lawler can go hard for three rounds. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know he's a championship caliber. So I think he still has it. And I think, again, not having to worry about a guy that's going to pressure him in the clinch or a guy that's going to look to take the fight to the ground, I like Robbie Lawler, and I think he wins straight up. And I, quite frankly, even though Brian Barberin has a helmet for a head, is a tough guy to put out of there, there might be a look at, that I'm going to take at Robbie Lawler to win inside the distance as well. K-O-T-K-R-D-Q for the Ruthless One, plus 350 right now. And again, it's juiced to the over, minus $1.85 for two and a half rounds. I'm kind of with you. I, I feel like with the way these guys throw in there, this could be one that does not go the distance. And right now, the yes money on going the distance is minus $1.65. I'm kind of with you. I think we might see some fireworks there. We're going to get those hands flying, that's for sure. And maybe yeah. a quicker night than most people think here in Las Vegas. 
I do so want to get one more point, Dave. I want to bring up about Brian Barbrena. Fourth fight in the last 12 months, and he's in firefights all the time. That activity, we applauded as fans, mm -hmm. and we applauded as people that, that bet on these fights. Got to, you got to hold that. That holds a little bit of credibility as if you're poking Robbie Lauer. It's a lot of fights for Brian Barbrena to have over the, the calendar year. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I, I do think that's why maybe a slight lean to the under on those two and a half rounds or, or get the fight done uh, before it goes to the cards. Speaking of Hall of Famers, we got two of them coming up with Jim Miller against the Cowboy Donald Cerrone here. What do you make of this fight here? Because right now, obviously, this is a replacement uh, as Jim Miller is going to step in to fight the Cowboy here. But this could be the swan song for one or both. We'll find out. What do you make of what feels like a Hall of Fame matchup to be Saturday night? Yeah, I mean, it, look, it's weird. I mean, I really wish Donald Cowboy Cerrone had the opportunity to fight Joe Lozon. That was a preferred fight. I was on the Lozon side not once but twice when that fight was booked. And I'm on the Jim Miller side. And the reason why I'm the Jim Miller side is age is how I'm handicapping Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He's a shell of his former self. He succumbs to pressure. Jim Miller is hot out of the gates like Joe Lozon. And Jim Miller has actually looked good his last two fights, both of them victories. One of them was, you know, a suspect fighter. But the other one, I got a guy that the UFC was very high on. And he steamrolled him. Mm -hmm. I think if Jim Miller is, comes out of the gates hard, fast, and looks to take the fight to the ground, he's going to overwhelm Donald Cowboy Cerrone, who is a notorious slow starter, and it's just not the same fighter. So I think Jim Miller certainly should be handicapped as the favorite, but I'm going to look to play the under at one and a half because I do think we get a quick finish. And there is that little bit of me that believes that Donald Cowboy Cerrone could turn back time and land something like he did against Jim Miller the last time that they fought. But I think it's Jim Miller's fight to lose. If he fights the way that he fights normally, he's a pressure fighter, quick out of the gates, he's going to steamroll Cowboy. All right, talking with Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter, at Woodon1063, as I do. Let's get to the co-main and the main event here. And again, trilogy fights, normally it's 1-1. Right now it's still 2-0, Alexander Volkanovsky. What does Max have to do to flip the switch here to get his arm raised? And you think he does it. Right now you're getting plus money coming back on the challenger and Max Holloway. He's he's not gonna he can't he'll afford to take moments off in the fight like he did against Yair Rodriguez. He's gonna have to come out, pressure uh, Alexander Volkanovsky early and land a lot of volume. And I worry for those people that are backing Max Holloway. And, I, and I'm one of them. I think Max Holloway is gonna win the fight, especially at, at at the dog money that he's at right now, plus one seventy. But look at what how Calvin Painter Josh Emmett fight was scored and the Ketlin Vieira. Holly Holm fight was scored. Both Emmett and Vieira landed the more significant strikes. Holm and Cater were the more active. Holloway was likely going to be the more active fighter. And who won those fights? It was the fighter that won that that scored the more significant fights, despite the fact that we're told volume and pressure is actually being favored more in, in judging. So Alexander Volkanovsky, it's his fight to lose. It, it's at, it's at a great price right now. If it goes out a little bit lower, but I, I think Max Holloway had an argument that he won the first two fights. And I think if he sticks to his game plan and he doesn't let up the pressure, uh, it's his fight to lose. So I, I, I slight lean on Max Holloway and certainly believing the over. I think it's going to the judges' scorecards once again. We're not getting a finish. Yeah, and the under right now, four and a half rounds, is plus $1.80 if you do think it can get a finish. But it's, it's going to be tar tough if you're a Max backer. And I kind of find myself, as the week's going on, kind of swinging that way. I think the people in the Volk camp think, this is going to be easier the third time around because I think if it's a really tight fight, even with the proclivity of what we saw in the first two fights, 
if it's close again to not give him that on the judges' scorecard, it would be really tough for Max Backers to swallow a third time. Very quickly, got about a minute and a half to go here. Main event time. Is there any danger for the last style bender? Certainly at the price point, it doesn't feel like there is. But do you see any potential value on an upset for the killer gorilla? I know he disagree with my buddy, uh, you know, Lou Fittacaro, but no, I, I don't see it happening. I think this is a stylistic nightmare for Jared Cannonier. He's going to have to land some early leg kicks. I don't see it happening. The fluidity, striking, the timing of Israel Adesanya, another unanimous decision victory for the last style bender. So I love him at plus money, fit to win via decision. I think it's just what we've grown accustomed to seeing from Israel. He's going to win on points. He's going to keep the fight standing and get his hand raised and likely fight Sean Strickland or uh, you know Alex Pereira next uh, in the middleweight division. Plus a dollar forty. How about that? Plus a dollar forty. Give me plus money on Israel all day, every day. There sure. you go. If it goes all five, cannot wait for that. Jordan, always appreciate it as always, my friend. Enjoy the two title bouts. We'll catch up again next week. All right, Dave. Thanks. There he is, everybody. Jordan Sherwood out of Chicago. Check out his podcast, uh, the Unnamed MMA Podcast, and again, give him a, a follow on Twitter at. Wood on 1063. One more to go. When we come back, John Anik, going to catch up with John, the voice of the UFC, and also Wonderboy Thompson and Cub Swanson. It is First Strike on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Well, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the entire country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get 
your podcast. Back here on First Strike, what a treat it is to have our producer extraordinaire, Britton Hess, rejoin the program once again. Britton, we get excited anyway. Week in, week out, we do the show. And then you get two title fights like this, a really deep card, Hall of Famers all abounding here. Is there a fight on this card that's really captivated your attention from a betting perspective? Uh. Let me turn it on you. You oh, always ask me this question, Dave. Yeah. What are you looking to bet on this weekend? Well, I will say that I really think that the Macy Barber fight is the one against Jessica. I, Jessica, we're friends. I love Jess. She's awesome. I just think right now Barber might be a little bit uh, too well-rounded for her. And I do like Barber via decision. And instead of laying that 265 price tag, you can get that about a minus $1.05. So for me, it's Macy by decision. That's the most profitable angle that I've seen. Obviously, the co-main and the main event I'm intrigued by. But to me, that's the best value out there. I know you like Sean Strickland. So do I. And again, I've said this throughout the show here. I don't know if I like him more or less after the press conference because it was wild. You know, my point or my my takeaway is that Sean Strickland's always wild. I think that maybe <laughs> since it's a high profile card, people got to see that side of him for the first time. Uh, but when we talked on Tuesday during first look, it, it, the odds were flipped and Pereira yeah. was minus 120, Strickland was plus 100. And I said, take it now. That That can't last. I don't know. How it can last. Alex Pereira, amazing striker, but this isn't a kickboxing match. I think that, you know, Sean Strickland has so much more experience in the cage, mm-hmm. and he's fought all different types of fighters. He's fought elite strikers. He can wrestle. He can make it dirty, and he's going to be annoying. He's going to be the most annoying guy Pereira's ever fought. Unless Pereira can get a clean strike, which hasn't happened to Strickland in years. He hasn't gotten knocked out in years. Um, you know, I don't think he has a chance on this one. I think Sean Strickland's just in a different, different, uh, here is is this a kevin holland situation where fighters are going to get frustrated because strickland's going to talk at you he's going to yap while he's in there with you but he can also really fight like we found out with kevin holland you know i mean i don't want to sell Pereira short because he is a champion kickboxer so i'm sure he's dealt with tons of different guys who tried to get in his head throughout the years um but like i said it's just the way strickland fights the constant pressure you know he fights like a he like he weighs 125 pounds but he's in there at 185 pounds with crazy volume I don't think that Pereira's going to be used to that. Um, I don't know if the talk is going to get to him. I mean, maybe it does. That always makes for a fun viewing experience when it happens like that. i got about 90 seconds here, Britton, before we're going to uh, toss it over to John Anik and Wonderboy Thompson and Cub Swanson. I, when you look at the co-main and the main event, right, and obviously we can understand why Izzy is such a big favorite, but the uh, on the co-main it feels like it's much tighter. And I know Volk's a $2 betting favorite, but I think most people believe that fight's going to be closer. Is there any surprise that you see either in the co-main or the main event? Uh, you know, I'm surprised at the steam coming in on Izzy. I mean, yeah. but you know, it just talks about the branding he's done and making himself recognizable to fans that are maybe more casual in the sport. I um, mean, you know, obviously the 4th of July card is the biggest card of the year every year. Uh, and the money is coming in on Izzy. And, you know, like I said, it makes sense. He's the most popular fighter. Uh, you know, we were talking on Tuesday. I said that, you know, I think Izzy wins. I don't think it's a coin flip. I think that it's, you know, he should be rightfully favored, but mm-hmm. I can't believe that Israel Adesanya wow. has become, you know, almost north a five dollar, yeah, yeah, almost five dollar. I mean, I think he wins. It's just all the value's been bet out of it already. It seems like. And very quickly in the co-main event here, is Volk going to be uh, and still, or are we going to have and new for Max, which would be and still back in the day? I, I just think Max. You know, I, as our guys have been pointing out, Max has been in so many wars yeah. and so many great strikers. Um, that I don't know if he has what it takes to go another five rounds with Volkanovski. I love the idea of playing an under four and a half on this one. Yeah, I think there is some value in there right now, plus money, uh, if you think that under could hit. Britton, you do a great job, as always, each and every week. Appreciate you. 
Awesome. I look forward to seeing this conversation you had with some of those fighters and with John Anik. It was absolutely a blast to catch up with John Anik, of course, the, the lead uh, MMA a- analyst, uh, excuse me, broadcaster, play-by-play guy for the UFC, and the Wonder Boy, Stephen Thompson, who gets called out, it feels like, by every fighter out there, and Cub Swanson, one of the best we've ever seen at 145. Enjoy our conversation. Cub, I want to start with you with the featherweights here because you know these gentlemen very, very well with Volk going up for the third time here against yep. Max Holloway. Yep. And Volkanovski right now about you a $2 betting favorite here. Perfect. First of all, when you have a trilogy, normally it's, it's a split, 1-1. But we don't have that in this case here with Volk winning the first two. Did you think it was warranted to have this first, uh, this third fight? And what do you think Max would have to do differently to get his arm raised? Well, yeah, I know Max really well. We fought a while back, and, uh, man, he... <laughs> He's a great fighter, um, and Volkanovski has just been the guy that's really given him the most problems. Um, I think the reason why we're seeing a third fight is because a lot of people thought Max won, mm-hmm. and Max is, you know, arguably the best featherweight of all time. We got a Jose Aldo uh, who's right there, and and, and then Max. So to, for these guys to fight again, it's pretty fitting, um, and, and I. I I don't see, think that we'll see much of a difference from the other two fights, um, and, and I think he's Max is going to have to do a lot to really take that title from him. Uh, I I do wish Max the best. I think he's an amazing fighter, but, yeah, I, I think the fight is warranted, and I think it's going to be a great fight either way. And that's so interesting to me, Stephen, because I know in your title fights, sometimes we expect as broadcasters fans, we know what we think we're going to see, and we assume we're going to see stand-up from these two guys again for 25 hard minutes. Is there any chance that Max does something differently? Maybe try to take it down to the mat? Or do you think Volk's fine like that? He's like, okay, you want to take it down there? Brian Ortega tried, it didn't work out. What do you think Max would have to do differently to win? Yeah, I mean, I think Max definitely's going to want to keep the fight standing for sure. I think he's really been working on that. I think Volkanovski is, if anybody's going to get taken down, it's going to be Volkanovski with the takedown. I think Max Holloway is, has really worked hard on his takedown defense. He knows what he's going because he's already been 10 rounds with Volkanovski. Um, do I think he's going to go out there and finish? No, I don't. I think it's going to, I think it's going to go the distance like mm-hmm. we saw in the past. But I think the confidence in, in Max Holloway being that last fight controversial, I think he's got the, the, the skills, uh, the, like I said, the IQ um, to get the W out there. And the total right now, four and a half. So we are expecting this fight to go deep into the night. John, let me ask you, because again, I can think of like, say, Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman. We're going to get these two wrestlers. They're going to wrestle. They don't wrestle. They stand and bang into that fifth round the first time around. Do you expect to see something different this third time around between these two? I think quite possibly. You know, I do think it's interesting that Max Holloway has been very frontal with his comments about his strength and conditioning. He believes he needs to be bigger, stronger, not necessarily faster, but to sort of survive the gauntlet of these 25 minutes. I think if you're asking me which fighter has improved more since that second meeting, I think it's Alexander Volkanovsky. Not by much, but the layers to his game and the championship aura and medal that he has exuded over his last two title defenses just seems to me to be on a different level than it was at UFC 251 when these guys met the last time. So to me, with respect to Max Holloway, I think the fight is properly priced, and, and I can see why Volko is kind of held firm in that two-to-one range. Uh, we know that Israel Adesanya, the last style bender, he's almost a four-dollar betting favorite against Jared Cannonier here, and, and I look at that and I go, wow, four-dollar betting favorite, Stephen, but he is arguably, again, we're talking about maybe Volk is the greatest, if not Max. I think that's what Izzy's going to say. This is my division now. What do you make of, of his attempt now to be kind of looked at as the greatest ever in his weight class if he can get this done against Jared Kennedy? He's definitely on his way there. I mean, if, if not there already. I mean, the, 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 the talent that he has faced and defeated, it's just, it's wild. But, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, Izzy Adesanya is one of the best strikers who ever stepped out there. Kennedy, yes, he's strong, he's powerful. Um, but I think the way that uh, Izzy Adesanya goes out there and, 
and, uh, you know, uses his movement, his range. Um, you know, I think he just pieces them up. And maybe a five-round decision again? I don't know. I think, I think it doesn't go past four rounds. Again, four and a half is where we sit here for the total here, Cub. What would you tell the underdog? Hey, nobody's giving me a shot here, but we've seen underdogs cash before. Does he have a fighting chance in this one? Oh, definitely. Uh, but if, if I was going to give advice, it'd be to not hit him in the face right away because he's, he's a moving target. He, he draws you in. He wants to counter you. So I think, you know, going for the inside leg kick, going for the body shots, taking the easy route, you know, the, take the shots that you know you can get right off the bat, demanding respect, and then just increase, increase, increase. I think if he starts off with a good first round, he's more likely going to win the fight. If he starts off not winning the first round, then I think he's just going to go deeper and deeper into a hole that he's not going to be able to dig out of. And, John, you've called some of the biggest upsets you've seen in the UFC. Juliana Pena comes to mind against Amanda Nunes. How big an upset would this be if Cannonier were to knock off Israel Adesanya? It's a good question, and certainly some of the action that has come in on Adesanya is making it feel like an even bigger upset. But I just look at the MMA lab and John Crouch. They have been training Jared Cannonier for years for this test, for this moment. I'm curious stylistically how he's going to approach it, if he's going to try to mix in takedowns, which inherently isn't his game necessarily. I don't think it's like this monumental upset necessarily. Um, and I guess maybe I give Jared Cannonier a little bit of a better chance because I think he has a lot of different ways to win than, than the average folks out there. It's going to be absolutely fascinating to see the style that Cannonier tries to employ against Israel Adesanya. I want to thank those guys for joining us here, Cub Swanson, uh, Wonderboy Thompson, and certainly uh, John Anik, our producer, Britton Hess, Jordan Sherwood, Lou Finicaro, and Dan Helley right here in studio. What a first strike it's been, but we're not done. Go to First Strike Overtime on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Reed Coon's going to join us to break down all the numbers for this UFC 276 card. Thanks for watching First Strike on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Thanks for joining us here on First Strike on VEASAN on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast for a little First Strike Overtime with our guy, Reed Kuhn. I don't know if there's anybody else out there that's better at the numbers than Reed Kuhn is. You can follow him on Twitter as I do, at Fightnomics. He is the author of a book of the same name. Wow, Reed. I mean, if you want data, this is the fight card for you, my friend, because, again, the co-main and the main, I know you've got plenty of data points there, but up and down this card, it's littered with veterans that we've seen, so I know you can get a really good sense of what you think we're going to see on Saturday night. Uh, let's start right there at the main event here, uh, and when you look at Jared Cannonier, the only thing that might be tricky, I guess, from an analytical perspective is he's floated around all these different weight classes coming in as a heavyweight as he gets this title opportunity here at middleweight against arguably the best middleweight we've ever seen in Israel Adesanya. Does it change for you in the numbers when you d differentiate between what he did at heavyweight and what he's doing now at 185? Yeah, great point. Uh, when you look at him on the stat line, you notice that he has five knockdowns received, and that's a huge red flag, right? But then you realize most of those came when he was fighting guys, pretty good guys, at bigger weight classes, light heavyweight and heavyweight. So that 
would give me pause. I would think, well, wait a minute, I'm polluting some of my metrics with unfair matchups. You know, Izzy is not a 205 or a 265 guy. Uh, but in this case, we also time decay. So, you know, fights that took place more than five years ago, I'm not even going to include them. Things that took place three to four years ago, they weigh less than the more recent history. So I actually feel pretty confident I'm getting a decent read on this um, just using his more recent fights. When you look at the total rounds, and again, four and a half rounds is what we're seeing for both the co-main and the main event here. Does the data suggest to you that Cannoneer, if he's going to get it done, he's got to get it done sooner rather than later? And Adesanya feels like it could be a walk in the park if he wants to make it that for five full rounds. We already know that Adesanya can go five rounds and probably... I would say maybe his closest fight um, might have been Kelvin Gastelum, and he really turned it up in the, at the end of that fight, knocked him down a few times. Um, so we know he can overcome diversity. Kenanier may be less proven in those championship rounds, but also he's a big hitter, and he's also a big muscular guy. So you know when you think about just the biology of a body having to throw mass around, big dudes tend to get tired more quickly, um, and they can't have that explosion in the fourth and fifth round that they can in the first. So if he's going to win, it's probably by knockout, not going to be on the ground. This guy had barely has attempted any takedowns in his career. Same can be said for Adesanya. Uh, but if Kenanier has a chance, it's to catch, catch Adesanya. He does hit hard. He is a big guy. He's one of the few guys that isn't massively outranged by Adesanya. He still gives up a little bit of a reach advantage. Um, but sure, if, if you think, uh, given where the prices are, you got to ask yourself, is there a lottery ticket here if Kenanier catches him? I do see finishing potential here. Now, that is agnostic of the winner. So while I think Adesanya should be a heavy favorite, I'm also taking the under. And if you take that approach, you're basically hedging against maybe Kenanier getting a crazy upset. So it's not a bad play because I also think Adesanya has five rounds to find that chin. So I think the most likely outcome here is Adesanya by KO at some point. I'm not going to try to play round by round. But you're going to get plus money on a 5-1 to one favorite, 4-1 to one favorite with Adesanya by TKO. That becomes a very interesting play for me. Yeah, plus $1.50 right now at DraftKings. And I'm with you. I see a scenario where either Cannonier could stun everybody with, with, with you know something earlier in the night than we perceive. And Adesanya, conversely, could take it into deeper water and get a late stoppage. Again, we've seen these before. They have happened as late as the fifth round. Just have to go back to Yuri Prohoshka not too long ago. Uh, when he beat uh, Glover Teixeira to get that done in the final 30 seconds of the fight. So if you want to play the under four and a half rounds, it's there, even money, minus $1.15, the over, conversely, same at minus $1.15. Let's get to that co-main event of the evening. And again, this feels like it could be and would be a showstopper at any other time. But when you have Adesanya on the card, I understand why this is the co-main event with Alexander Volkanovsky in a third time around against Max Holloway. Take your pick for the greatest featherweight of all time. Maybe if Max wins this fight, he can uh, lay claim to that mythical title. Is there a pathway that the numbers show you is there for Max? What would he have to do differently by the numbers in order to score the quote-unquote upset victory? Yeah, I, I think this is a lot closer than the main event. Um, I, I think we've seen that, you know, 10 rounds of action, very close. We have two guys who match up almost identically on paper in terms of the numbers. They're both very accurate. They both can put on a pace for five rounds that makes them hard to deal with for anyone except maybe each other. Uh, and we've seen them do that, you know, back and forth, round to round, hard to score rounds. Um, so I do expect a little bit more of the same, unless, unless Holloway feels that he has to be a little bit more aggressive this time because he wasn't winning those scorecards and he thought he was. If he 
alters his game plan. If he becomes more aggressive, one, maybe he connects earlier and sways the, the outcome of the fight, or he opens himself up. Because Max Holloway, even though he's 30 years old, has taken more strikes to the head from a distance than any fighter on this card. And by the way, this card has record-setting guys like Donald Cerrone, Jim Miller, Robbie Lawler, true legends that have been around forever. You would expect them to have some cumulative damage. Max Holloway is right up there above all of those guys. He has been hit a lot, and that is a concern. So while everybody expects this to go several rounds at least, and I do too, I'm not sure. We, we might actually see a finish here in this third time, and it's hard to pick which side it's coming from. So while I lean Volkanovsky for the win, I'm probably not going to play it at minus 200. It seems a little close. Um, but I'm also throwing a wild card in there. I, I think there might actually be a stoppage. Under four and a half rounds plus a dollar eighty right now. So boy, oh boy, if, if that comes to fruition, and I, I kind of see that with all the accumulation that both these guys have had. I mean, Volk somehow survived two submission attempts against Brian Ortega. That's not going to come from Max Holloway, but still, with all the damage that these guys have taken, Volk still undefeated in his UFC career. I could see where something like that could happen inside of four and a half rounds. I think when you look at the models that you have this week, Reed. Maybe the biggest shocker to some is going to come uh, when you look at the return of the Sugar Show and against Pedro Munoz here. What are the numbers showing you that really might upset the apple cart there in the UFC? Yeah, I, well, one, strength of schedule. So I, I am trying to account for this, not necessarily in the, the model outcome, um, but just qualitatively in my head, I'm looking at how would I even justify picking Munoz because on paper, so far, Sean O'Malley has been one of the most accurate power strikers in the game. And when you think about what he does best, you imagine these highlight reel finishes. He seems to be picking people apart, finishing them with punches. Um, and so we see that on paper. He is abnormally good in terms of power striking accuracy. And on the flip side, Munoz has a significant reach disadvantage and he tends to get hit a lot. Although, let's qualify that, he has been going in with former champions almost exclusively lately. So there's, a, there's an issue there to, to account for, but I, it's got to be the ground game. You know, Munoz does have a history of submissions. He hasn't done that lately, but he's certainly capable. He certainly has the black belts to prove it. And I just think it's closer to a coin flip than the market thinks. I'm also banking on the fact that there is some hype around O'Malley. And when you have hype, you bet against hype. And that is profitable in the long run. So this is, yeah, this is a little bit of a Hail Mary. I was surprised to see the pick. I know I'm probably going to be in the minority of people making this pick, uh, but just it's a value play. You know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Munoz gets knocked out. I see a lot of finishing potential, by the way. I'm going to hedge my bet with a finish overall because O'Malley can get the knockout for sure if he's not put on the ground. But Munoz also has some submission. So I think there's going to be a finish, and I'm going to throw a little Hail Mary on Munoz for the upset. And the under right now, two and a half rounds here, minus $1.05, so maybe the safer way to go if you're a sugar backer and don't want to lay that price point because, to your point, on paper with those numbers, it should be much closer than what the odds makers have out here uh, in Sin City. When you got all the famers out there, you know, ruthless Robbie Lawler has been one of my favorite fighters to watch for decades. And now against Brian Barbarena and – it's a very interesting stylistic fight because I think we're going to see two guys banging it out there for potentially three rounds. Uh, it's been pretty evenly priced, but right now the ruthless one is a small favorite here. What are the numbers showing you with the future Hall of Famer? 
Uh, again, I think this is going to be a value play for me. Um, Barbarina, much younger, less less weathered, less damaged. And this is a fight that, as you said, it's probably going to take place mostly on the feet. Uh, very few takedown attempts by either guy. Um, it's almost an afterthought or you know, maybe for, you know, out of desperation if they were losing. But I expect these guys to meet in the middle and go after it. Um, the pace does favor Barbarina. Uh, he's a little bit more active. Obviously, the more fresher, the more fresh fighter. I, I made the point about head strikes, cumulative. That, that is a big red flag for people. Lawler is up there in terms of most damaged in history. And here he is on the wrong side of 40 for the first time in a fight. Um, so I, I think Barbarina is just going to weather the storm a little bit more. Um, in terms of you know, a finish. Um, we have two bangers going after it, and <laughs> it, it's hard to say. Like, Robbie Lawler has knocked people out almost without trying sometimes, and then also he, he gets beat up, and then he makes it into a grinder. So this is one I'm actually going to pass on the actual total. Um, I just, in trying to bank on Barbarina doing a little bit more, maybe it's the control game and the clinch, just a little bit fresher, more durable, and I'll take plus money on that. Uh, very quickly, one of the, the biggest advantages I think that you've seen uh, with your data involves Uriah Hall against Andre Muniz here. What are you seeing? What's the data point showing you, Reed, that makes uh, Hall a much bigger underdog than maybe he's slated right now on paper? Yeah, that, that guy, Uriah Hall, just burst onto the scene with that crazy, tough, spinning wheel kick knockout. And you can't forget it because you've seen it so many times <laughs> right. in replays. It's like... It will never die. It will live uh, famously forever. Um, but that is really his best strength is long range striking. He was always a rangy guy. He's a powerful guy. He controls the range. But we've also seen him pinned on the ground for long periods of time. So his ground control metrics are really bad, actually. And when you look at Muniz, I mean, here we have a submission ace. He's he's on a like three fight armbar streak, which is unheard of almost. I mean, armbars almost went extinct. Ronda Rousey brought it back a little bit for a while, but they're more rare than they used to be. And this guy is an exception to that rule. So he is going to take it down. I mean, this guy does not spend more than about 45 seconds at a distance without trying a takedown. So it's going to come early. And eventually, I think he gets it there. He's pretty good at controlling people. He might be transitioning, going for arm bars. You don't always do those from top control. But this guy is a pretty slick submission ace. And he has a pretty good record of attempting a lot. And when you get that many swings, eventually you're going to get a hit. I think Muniz eventually gets a, a submission here. Uh, but right now, I just want to back Muniz uh, as the favorite. He's also one of my guys, and I'm probably thrown into parlays. Uh, there's one fight on this card that I do want to talk about very quickly before we say goodbye here on First Strike Overtime. And I, I see Macy Barber as a very profitable situation come Saturday night against Jessica I here. I'm wondering if the data points uh, bear that out because I feel like this has got the propensity for Barber to grind out a decision win against Jessica I. What are the numbers showing you? Yeah, Barber is just a little bit better in each spot. She is more likely to have control on the ground. She's a little bit more accurate. She has a little bit better defense. And remember, if you, she only has like four years of fight history, and we've got it all in here, and that includes a knee injury fight, a crazy upset, upset to Roxanne Modafari. Um, but this girl is still getting better. That's mm -hmm. my big takeaway is when I look at someone who came in at the age of 20, she's still getting better. Jessica I, uh, 11 years older, almost 12 years older, which is one of the more extreme age differences I've seen in a matchup. Jessica I, former title contender, but honestly, like you can't keep performing at that level. So we've seen probably the best Jessica I that there is. 
And now we're going to see a better and better Macy Barber. Um, even if she were to drop this fight, which I don't think she will, I think she's still getting better. Reed, I say it every week. You do a great job with these numbers, man. I think the best in the business. Check him out. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Fightnomics. Check out the book, Fightnomics, as well. Reed Kuhn, always appreciate your time here on First Strike Overtime. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. We'll see you next week right here on First Strike on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.